You are listening to the Business Wilderness, the voice of entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Business Wilderness. My name is Amr Al-Huli and alongside me today is Miss Emma Charlie. Emma, how are you? Very well, thank you. Yourself? I'm very well. Thank you for asking. Thank you for joining me on the on the Business Wilderness. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to have you on. Emma, take me back in time. Where did it all begin for you? Uh, so for me, it started about 12 years ago. Um, my career in marketing, I um, started out in London um, and I worked in a couple of industries um, whilst I was in London um, in sports marketing, telecommunications, fashion marketing. So I really got a sense of the role that marketing played in you know, multiple different categories and multiple different industries. And that's absolutely where my love for it um, really eventuated. Um, I am originally from Adelaide. So I, um, once I'd, I spent a couple of years in London and came back to Australia um, moved into financial marketing um, and then um, settled back in retail marketing, fashion marketing, working for Westfield um, for most of my career, so, so for seven years, across uh, New South Wales, Victoria and South Australia as well. Um, so that's, that's where um, I spent most of um, my corporate career. Um, and then a couple of years ago, I saw a gap in the market. Um, I was, at the time, um, within Westfield, I was working with hundreds of retailers on their brand and marketing strategies, as well as working um, you know, for Westfield brand itself. And um, I saw a real opportunity to provide um, specific and more specialist marketing services to retailers who um, didn't have the resources to bring a full team internally or just needed some strategic guidance around where the industry was heading and, and you know, what they needed to um, plan for um, within their business. Um, I'm sure you would agree that marketing's changed at a rapid rate, particularly across the last five years. So um, I saw the opportunity, then I launched a boutique marketing consultancy, um, primarily working with within the retail and fashion lifestyle industries. Um, I took Westfield on board as my first client, and then over the last couple of years, we've built up, uh, built up um, some fantastic um, businesses that I've had the pleasure of working with. Um, and then last year, I founded a, a second company, um, which is in the retail space. It's a retail tech um, product, a shopping app, um, using artificial intelligence to predict buying behaviour um, and you know, be, being able to use um, intelligent data to um, match customers with brands that suit their style, size and preferences. Um, so that business is called Shop You and um, I'm running both of them um, Spell that today for us. as we speak. Spell that for us. S-H-O-P-Y-O-U. Y-O-U. Shop You. Oh, awesome. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Yes. So Westfield as a first customer, pretty handy start. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I absolutely loved my time there. It was seven years. I um, worked with some incredibly talented people um, along that way. And, and, you know, I think I always say um, that business is really built on relationships. So I was fortunate enough to have some really good relationships in that company that 
um, I could then continue working with those people um, as a client um, and, um, and, and then kind of build my consultancy from there up. Absolutely. So the retail game's a very tough one. Uh, especially those smaller retail, small to medium sized retailers. Resources are limited, capital is limited, staff is limited, everything is pretty scarce all around. Yep, yep. Um, so, what are some of the challenges? I mean, these guys would be going through a crazy time, especially this year. Uh, retail has gone up, down, you had the inclusion of Amazon, uh, larger retailers really pulled their game up. In order to avoid Amazon, the or I should say the Amazon rush, what are some what are some of the challenges that these other retailers, these smaller to medium sized retailers, are facing in this space? Yeah, absolutely. Resources is definitely one of them. Um, even though there's opportunities that lie within that in terms of becoming more efficient with with your marketing spend and the way that you run your business, um, there still are some challenges, particularly if you have. Um, stores, um, you know, with large overheads, large rents, um, having uh, people, um, you know, front facing, but also behind the scenes as well. Um, and the second one, I think, is is probably being able to evolve as quick as um, as the larger retailers. Um, you know, when we look at the role of data and the role that AI is playing in a lot of the larger retailers today. Um, smaller retailers may not have the resources or the knowledge to be able to bring those types of um, uh, types of initiatives into their business. Um, it, you know, and if they were di- if they did, they were, would be able to drive higher revenue, try drive higher traffic, customer retention, all of those um, key objectives. But it's just being able to bring that initially in, um, which which has been a challenge. Um, the other the other piece that I've seen um, across the last year or so is. Um, just the the willingness to adopt change. I think the best retailers, um, you know, globally are those that are not only looking forward, but they're acting really, really quickly. Um, they're, you know, with their customer, if not in one foot ahead of their customer um, at all times. Um, and I see that as a main one of the main challenges in the Australian um, retail industry is, you know, being able to keep up that pace and being able to keep innovating and you know changing as customers needs evolve, um, you know, as their needs and wants become more sophisticated um, and their, cha- their shopping habits change as well. Um, so that would be the main three challenges that I see on a day-to-day basis. Wow. There you go. Tell us a bit about, uh, it says from, from what I read in your bio that you've worked a bit with, with startups. Yes. Tell us, a bit, some, tell us a bit about your experiences working with uh, startups. Just give us a small summary. Sure. Um, so working with startups is mainly around um, defining their brand. Um, we know what role they want to play, um, where the opportunity lies in market, what they want to stand for, how they want to look, feel, and act and behave as a business. Um, and then once that piece of work is done, it's then supporting that with a marketing strategy to allow them to go to market um, and you know implement and communicate who they are um, over you know twelve month, five year period to a five year period. Um, so it's very much a, um, um, starts out as project-based work um, in terms of working with different startups, but then it becomes, I guess, an ongoing you know, mentoring relationship with them. Um, as a startup, you, you know, you've got limited resources, so it's really about bringing um, you know, specialists around you that are going to help you get from A to B without burning too much cash. So 
it's you know understanding that as I have my own um, startup um, tech startup myself, it's understanding you know what what does this startup need? Um, absolutely, every business needs a really strong brand strategy, particularly in today's age, and um, obviously marketing um, is crucial as well. And then it's you know just being able to provide strategic guidance along the way where there's um, where, where there's value in it for the business. Awesome, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more with you. Uh, so let's move on. Let's talk a bit about y- yourself. Sorry, yourself, your current project, shop you, and uh, your consulting business in general. Moving <laughs> forward, where do you see yourself moving forward? Um, so for shop you, we um, are in beta at the moment. Um, I'll just give you a little bit of background on that. How that business came about. Sure. Um, Working within retail and, you know, working with a lot of retailers hand in hand quite closely on their business strategies. Um, Over the last um, couple of years, we've seen a real decline and and, um, low penetration, uh, sorry, low conversion rate on mobile. Um, So even though customers are using their mobiles more and more to research, discover brands and to shop, um, in comparison to the other channels, the conversion rate was extremely low. So high traffic's coming in from mobile, but people are not buying as much. Um, and the reason for that is that the experience um, of shopping on mobile is really, you know, it's clunky, it's not great, you can't see the images most of the time clearly. Um, the payment system um, and processes can be quite convoluted. Um, and whilst some retailers like Amazon have it, um, you know, down packed to a, to a, um, got it to a good experience. Others have it. Um, and then on the flip side, you know, throughout the work that we've done, we've spoken to thousands of customers through the market research projects that we've worked on for brands plus our own research. Um, and up to 80% of, of females don't like shopping, which may come as a surprise. Um, but it's thinking about the time that it takes to find what you're looking for. Um, where you know today we've never been more time poor, um, and even if we know what we want, it can be difficult to find um, online and offline. You know, online finding the right size, um, the fit. You know, then thinking about the time it takes to return offline, driving to the shopping centre, visiting the store, and hoping that it has um, that store has the product in your size and fit. So, couple those two problems together. Um, uh, my co-founder and I, Kelly Slesser, um, launched the business last year. Um, we were lucky enough to be invited on an accelerator program um, with Investable, a VC firm based out of Sydney. Nice. Um, and we did an eight-week course of intensive business modelling, um, lots of validation with all of our different stakeholders, so from investors, from customers to brands, fashion brands, to industry associations. Um, it was it was quite a full-on process, but quite amazing in terms of how much we were able to get through. Um, and then at the end of that eight-week period, um, we won a prize, and the prize was um, um, investment, essentially. So we secured our first round of invest, investment um, from Investable, um, being, being the top startup to come out of that program. Um, and that allowed us to start to build out the tech platform um, behind ShopU. So based on all that research on the business modelling, we've essentially developed a mobile app, a mobile shopping app, that matches customers with brands that suit their style using artificial intelligence. Um, and we've kept it really simple. Um, it's a three-step onboarding process. 
um, you know, what's your size, what's your body shape, what are your style preferences? And then we start to pull um, specific items from a customer's favourite brands and personalise the recommendations. Um, so it's really simple, really quick, fast to use. We spent this year building out the um, product with an amazing team based out of Malaysia. Um, and we're in beta at the moment with 200 users. So in terms wow. of moving forward, sorry. Wow. In beta <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. We've, we've also, um, in addition to the 200 users, we've got about 45 fashion brands, Australian fashion brands on board. Um, so we've had a really good response from the industry, um, which is fabulous because it's allowed us to really focus on, you know, providing the right product for them. The, the earlier we can get fashion brands on board, the earlier we can get user feedback, the more that we're going to be able to, um, more time we're going to be able to spend on the product to build out something that both the retailer and the customer will love. So we've, we've been wrapped in terms of, you know, the response um, from both the user and the industry. Um, and next year we um, will be going for additional investment um, to the launch in the Australian market. Um, and then beyond that is absolutely a global vision that we have. Um, this type of product can be, you know, used and, and launched in any market. It's just understanding what are the top brands in, in that particular market, the top fashion brands. Um, it's conducting an analysis around that um, and then looking at um, acquiring users and going from there. So it's really exciting in terms of the roadmap that we've we've got ahead of us. Um, and we really believe it's the right time in terms of you know the discussion around mobile and artificial intelligence. Um, obviously, there's a lot of opportunities to improve retail in Australia um, as well as overseas as well. Absolutely, I mean, there's a lot going on, a lot going on, especially yeah. with um, with our friends Amazon moving in. Um, Definitely. It, it, even though I think a few, a few retailers overreacted and kept them relevant even though they they did not do a thing i mean before that if you follow the retail news in australia for the last six months or more they've been in the news and they haven't said a word most yes. of the times yes. just from people like other large retailers mentioning them and keeping them relevant so yep. i mean i mean they are going to change the landscape a bit they're doing things differently they've got a small product called the amazon alexa that's going to change retail a bit if the, if other retailers don't really switch on and start moving mm -hmm. forward. Uh, because I'm about to ask you a question. Voice. You're involved in the marketing space. You're involved in the retail space. I think they're the two spaces that are going to be most disrupted when it comes to voice. Mm. Uh, Alexa, you can be sitting down. You run out of detergent, so on, so on. You can order just effortlessly. How do you see how do you see the retail space being affected by these small de devices like Alexa, Google Home, and so on? Oh, I I um, am really excited about voice and the potential um, of what it will bring. Um, it's absolutely on our product roadmap to incorporate voice search um, into the app, so you know allowing customers to to find products and buy products much easier through um, voice activation. Um, in terms of, of retailers in Australia, um, I'd say a few, a very few are quite, aren't quite there yet. Um, I think the, the conversation around data and around AI is, is quite prevalent in most 
um, retail businesses today. Um, voice may be something that they're thinking about, but I haven't um, seen any great examples of voice being used in retail. Um, you know, in comparison to the likes of Alexa and the other products that we've seen um, launch overseas and, and come into Australia. Yes, yeah, so I think when by the time they they do work it out, I think they're gonna. Yeah, and this is the whole thing that people are missing with Amazon. There's been a lot of noise. Uh, Amazon hasn't really taken off, hasn't? But they they're forgetting what Amazon's bringing to the game. They're forgetting what Amazon's going to bring to the game moving forward. So there's all these little things that people are overlooking and just basing numbers, numbers, numbers. So anyway. Absolutely, yeah. And I think, you know, I, I agree with you around the press um, on Amazon's arrival and, you know, a lot of noise was made in market, um, a lot of clickbait, um, you know, that has run in the past six months. Um, the best examples of, you know, retailers responding are those that have recognised obviously they're coming and they've just put their head down and they focus on doing what they do really well. Um, and one of them I'm working with currently, they're um, one of Australia's fastest growing fashion brands. Um, and, you know, they've got some fantastic points of differentiation over Amazon as most retailers, um, if they know the market well, if they know their customer inside out, then they you know, then they have a really strong brand, then absolutely they do have points of differentiation because even though Amazon's a fantastic, you know, retail brand, they don't have the fashion credibility that um, a lot of our retailers have. They, you know, you don't go to Amazon to um, find out what's trending or find, you know, find that late, the um, dress you need for an event coming up for an occasion, for a barbecue, for a cocktail event, whatever it may be. Um, you know, you've got your favorite brands and then you've got your destinations where you go because you know that they're going to be um, fashion credible destinations and that's why you're going there. Absolutely. So it's going to be interesting to see how people react, how people change. It's good for it's good for Australian retail, to say the least. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So you've got a few ventures happening. You're working with a lot of larger companies. You're seeing both ends of the scale. Uh, I mean, Westfield's huge. They just sold for like $33 billion, right? If yes. I'm, or something right. like that. Yep. And then you're working with your own startup and you work with other startups and so on. So those entrepreneurs that are climbing the ranks or even the more experienced ones, what are some tips and advice you can give them, you know, moving forward? Just general tips and advice, nothing specific because every sure. single circumstance is unique and different. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned it earlier, relationships is absolutely everything. Um, And as I've, you know, built out um, teams around me, it's not only relationships with customers and with suppliers, but relationships with your own team and finding people that um, really, really have bought into your vision and, you know, regardless of their previous experience, regardless of their skill set, you're hiring on behaviours, hiring on values, hiring on people that, you know, as forward thinking and excited about the future as you are. Um, so having the right people around you and, and having relationship, really strong relationships is absolutely crucial for any entrepreneur. Um, I, I um, put a lot of um, value on my time um, and I, I've learned this, um, you know, I guess the hard way throughout the years. When you, when you run your own business, time is your most valuable asset. Um, and you know, really understanding how you can use your time most effectively, um, whether that's looking at your day, you know, what hours do you work most 
most effectively, most efficiently and making sure that you do um, the hardest work or, you know, the most important work in those particular hours. Um, you know, it's allowing time to switch off as well, even though you may be running, you know, six, seven-day a week, 18-hour days. Um, it's allowing time to recharge because that's going to allow you to, to do much better work and you need to come back really fresh and see things with, with, um, with fresh eyes. So um, t- relationships and time. Um, and the third one is, is passion. You've got to have it. I mean, as you can probably attest to, there's um, nothing like having your own business, and, you know, multiple businesses in terms of the, the hard work that you need to put in, the perseverance, the resilience, um, you know all of those attributes that that kind of come with being an entrepreneur. Um, w- without passion, those become really difficult to live and breathe out. Um, passion makes it a lot easier because it doesn't feel like your work it's work, and it feels like you're creating something for the better, or you know whatever your vision is in terms of why you're doing what you're doing. Just continue tapping into that um, you know, each and every day because it's allow- going to allow you to not only get there, but also, um, you know, deal with the setbacks along the way um, and make it a much smoother life. Absolutely. Wise words. Awesome. Thank you very much. Emma, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. We've we've had a great time and a great chat, a lot of insight, a lot of informative stuff. Before, Before I let you go, where can we find you on social media? On social, I'm on Instagram, Emma.Charlie. I'm also on Twitter at mshali and on LinkedIn as well. Um, you can also find me on my website, emmashali.com. Awesome. Thank you very much, Emma. It's been great. And thank you for thank joining you. me on The Business Wilderness. Thank you for having me. No worries. 